While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hey, hey guys. guys, Ashley and Elsha here. here. Our voices have gotten lower, I think. <laughs> they have, but it was so cute. That's it such a be. great intro. Let's try it. Hi, Hi guys. guys, Heather and Dre mm-hmm. here. Not the same ring to it. I don't Not think. the same. We do stay on the druther, but yeah, yeah. What? Oh, wow. Wow, Together wow. we are Drether. Drether. Just lowly old us. Drether. Just two moms. Here. What if we switched and like appropriated your guys' intro? Would you be upset? I don't know. I feel like... Guess what? There's nothing you can do about yeah, it. Yeah, we can't do anything about here. it. Here. I feel like you made our YouTube channel for us. So You do? Yeah, I think... Don't you remember like sitting in the basement with your mom and her being like, okay, and then your email is going to be ashleyelsha at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, she was like... She- <laughs> And this is how you're going to set up monetization. I do and that. I'm a You can only do ads if you have this long of a video and this many subscribers. It's just <laughs> oh my so gosh, cute. that's back when I had my um, side gig of a social media company. I was a yeah. guru of all things. Right. Too bad I just didn't. If you guys had kept up that YouTube channel, you'd probably be like world Flourishing. famous. But like some boy oh, yeah. was mean to you guys. Yes, it was. So- date. <laughs> can I say it on here? I'm like exposing myself. I, think, I had yeah. a huge crush on him and he would make fun of us. So I didn't want to post videos anymore. I was humiliated. That breaks my heart, and I'm going to yeah. kick the shit but out of you. <laughs> <recently. laughs> no, we would walk in the English class. I see class. Dayton at Walgreens. We would and walk go, in. No, you, he's okay. We would he's not at Walgreens anymore? Into, he was never at Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> he was would on walk a mission. In. He was a pharmacy tech. <laughs> that is a completely different guy, but. It's a different Dayton? It's Dallin. Oh, that's Dallin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, can um, we beat but that he'd like out? come up to us and go, "Hey guys!" I think he like he signed would, our yearbooks. Like we that. would walk. It like became a cute, funny thing. But like he would, we would walk in English class together, and they would all be like, "Hey guys, Ashley." Yeah. And stuff. It seemed like people that we didn't even know. I feel like would come up to us and be like, "Hey guys." Yeah, that's they, fame, guys. That's, that's yeah. fame. The, looking we, back, but you should have just embraced it. We should have embraced it. Yeah, I think hard. I was more embarrassed than Alicia. Well, at the time, it was just like. I, was I don't know. Awkward. We I didn't want anybody to find it. Well, yeah, yeah you know, like, like we wanted to British be people. We wanted like, to be famous, but wanted nobody to without, watch us. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to our world. <laughs> no, literally, we would like to get tickets, front row tickets to all the concerts and restaurants, but have no one ever watch us ever. <laughs> no, like we'd be like, we're really proud of that video, but then somebody at school would come up to us and be like, so we saw your video this Sunday, and we'd be like, oh, should we delete it? <laughs> I mean, I think the British one where you guys were like, hello, lasses, or whatever they did, like top of the morning, top to of the you. morning. Morning. We're just out here, you know, it's hard being British girls in America. We don't understand. What do you call them, dollars? Like, <laughs> like we're visiting our friends in Utah. <laughs> I do remember. It was our outlet. You guys were great, and you are great, and you can be great, and you could start a YouTube channel again today. Well, we recently did go through and unprivate all the videos. We did. Oh. So, so if you guys want listening home, check yeah. it out. Ashley yeah, and Ashley and Elsha. It'll be oh, up forever. A-S-H-L-E-Y-N-D-E-L-S-H-A. Ashley and Elsha, YouTube. Well, should I tweet it to the world and see what kind of cast our bread to the Twitter waters? Put it up on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. Shay would love it. Wouldn't he? Yes. Yeah, well, because he's like the best cheerleader you can get. So if you got him supporting it, then... Absolutely. I know. Well, I mean, should we... I mean, everybody probably already knows who you are, but 
we'd like to introduce our daughters. Yes. On the, the first born in the, the wilderness. First, the firstborns. And um, we had you guys on a few years ago during season one of Live Love Lab, yeah. um, 2019. Oh, and um, my, how things have changed. Yeah, at the right. time you guys were what sophomores or juniors? Yeah, in, so- sophomores. Mm-hmm. In high sophomores school. in high school. You were at Cottonwood, and Elsha, you were at. We separated at Brighton. At Brighton, mm-hmm. and you had separated your long-term friendship because you guys were all, all the way to freshman year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that to, was a hard. It was hard to have you guys go to separate schools, but you both did great. Yeah, we did great, and we kept in contact. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. life for life, right here. Yep. What would happen if you guys stopped being friends? Because Dre and I are never going to not be friends. <laughs> yeah. What if we like secretly? <laughs> <laughs> we just secretly hate each, each other. You never would because you just can like, feel oh, the love you guys have. We're it's like sister, foxhole, friends. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. I know. And I felt a weird imbalance of power when I sat down. I felt like we were up against them yeah. you know what no, I mean like they're like were, a wall of yeah. force it's so we talk about that all the time how it's so weird that we used to like have sleepovers every weekend and like spend every we were each other's only friends throughout no, we middle were school best best and now best it's friends. like you guys spend you guys. way more time together than us <laughs> yeah, so we stole, you've taken it from us we stole the friendship you, stole our shine. Soul. Yeah, you guys are each other's shine. only friends mm-hmm. just we, yeah mm-hmm. All because, all, all because of us. All because of us. Ashley, we deserve credit, you guys. We always credit you guys. Thanks for and the truth us. is, like, if you if you understood motherhood, you would know that our joy is like doubled, knowing that you guys have each other and love each other, and it it's it's so thrilling and comforting, mm-hmm. and it en- enriches our friendship and our affection for you, and just our fulfillment as parents, because we, you are the best things that we have done, you know. Aww. Absolutely. And the fact so that you sweet. love each other means that we did something right. Yeah, we maybe. did. Yep. And that the universe is all, you know, colliding Match made to, in heaven. Yep. to keep us all a family, you yep. know? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know how you talked about, I think you talked about it on Mormon stories where you said like, that like you and Heather are like best friend soulmates or like business partner soulmates. Lovers, actually. That's Did she not mention that? I said non-dating partner. She's been dropping hints all morning saying, I'm going to start dressing like Brandy Carlisle. Do you want to grab lunch tomorrow? <laughs> Have you heard that new Angel Olsen album? Yep. You guys, I can't, I am what I am. <laughs> yeah. And like, Dre, I'm the, supposed to be the lesbian. So, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. It's you know, life very, is long. Very funny being a lesbian. We do already call her Daddy Dre. Whose straight mother has shown Daddy you Dre. all the queer music that you know. Yeah. So, you know what? You're welcome, Elsha. Yeah. yeah. No, it's that's, great. I'm like a hit with my community. It's not even queer music to us. It's music that speaks to our soul. Yeah. And like, apparently we have a very queer perspective. <laughs> Like, Absolutely. Uh, John was re- reading the book that is coming out soon, hopefully, and he said, you know, this is written from, like, a very queer perspective. I thought, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, John? Yeah. No, talking to you, it's like, you know, you don't know what it's like to date a girl, but, like, you know that one snail mail song? <laughs> it just feels true. like that. Oh, true, true, yeah. Love See? It. It's, it's cool. an intersection of yeah. our lives, Makes right? sense. No, yeah. but, like, just... I really do feel like that's also how me and Ashley are, you know? We're like best friend soulmates because every time we see each other, it's like nothing has changed. No like, agenda, nothing to right prove. Back I think, pick, pick right back up where yeah. we left off. And it's like we could we laugh at the dumbest things together that I feel like I can't... I don't laugh about stuff like that with anybody else but Ashley. And like I try to explain it to other people and I'm like, 
we're just dumb. We, <laughs> we just think that really dumb things are really funny. But at the same time, We've you're the always... smartest, most insightful girls. Mm-hmm. Like you're silly together, but you're not silly outwardly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Which is kind of a fun thing to see as a mom because you want your daughter to be carefree. And yes. I think I worry sometimes that I have not given you a carefree life because of our circumstances, you know? So it's fun to like have you find those moments of levity and like be joyous, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm like forever thankful for our friendship and now we've like become the fabulous four together as one. That's Okay, fab four. <laughs> Guys, we're passing the baton on. You guys are going to inherit the lab. Can't wait. And we look forward to that. But last time we talked, you were in high school and you talked to us a little bit about high school and you talked to us a little bit about what it was like having... Um, just successful entrepreneurs as mothers. And we'd like to revisit that. Now yeah, that now we've because, had, you've graduated from high school. Yeah. And if you think about like what was going on in life, that was pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Pre-housewives. Pre-housewives. Mm-hmm. Things have that changed. Was, that was the old location. Mm-hmm. Um, before Don't Leave. Before Don't oh, Leave. Before Tim location. died. Yeah. It was like so many things. To you were have, still, you weren't a single mom. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I was married and like, it's just crazy to think how much the world around us has changed, but then also how much has changed in your guys' lives, mm-hmm. you know, personally. Yeah. Elsha, you were not out yet. Yes. And <laughs> now you are. And it's just, yeah, and you guys are both in college. Yeah. So, so many things have, have changed and so many things have stayed the same. Yeah. You, you know? know, that is so crazy that Elsha wasn't out. Yeah. I know. In 2019, yeah. Yeah. Did it change your friendship at all when... Did you, how did you tell Ashley? It was actually at a party that we were filming for Housewives. It was, I think, was it the one-year-old birthday party? It was. And I had just started dating a girl. The first time I'd, like, been in a relationship with a girl, we had been together for a little bit, but it was really before I came out to, Ashley was really the first one of my friends that I'd come out to, um, other than, like, the ones that were kind of in my friend group at school because other lesbians yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think I like I like needed to tell her because she was asking me about like so what are you who are you dating right now what's going on with your life because we love like caught up in a little while and I just pulled her back into an injection room and I was like well I'm dating a girl and she was like no way and like she was just so excited and it was like the most it was like the best response I could have gotten it was and I was just so so happy for you like just being yourself and like not holding anything back and yeah and then a few months later I came out via Instagram and oh, do you remember that yeah, yeah I do remember that that it's was my life it's now. just I'm so grateful that we live in a world where it is not this horrible traumatic um pain and I'm sure it still is but for you mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah no that and it can be like, that well received yeah. and like that untumultuous sure. no know? there's parts about it that are definitely difficult but like I think the thing that affects you the most in that kind of coming out journey is your inner circle, mm-hmm. you know, your family, your immediate family, your immediate friends. And although things like with just the outside public, things that you hear on social media, extended family can get like a little rocky and rough. Like I couldn't have asked for like a more supportive parent, a more supportive friend, more supportive business. Like the fact that I get to come here and work here and it's like, everyone, I don't have to so like much, keep yeah. it a secret about... Yeah. Who I'm dating. Like, stop kissing your girlfriend and have a customer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I walk in and everybody just says, oh, how's your girlfriend? How's, yeah. you know, it's, and it's like, that's just the best feeling in the world. It's so validating. And I just, I couldn't be happier. I want that for every one of our friends that is scared Mm -hmm. to come out. Me too. Yeah. So Dre, this is your chance. So (laughs) Dre. 
Take it away. Ashley has coined us the Fab Four, and I think this is a safe space. You don't have to just dress like one. You can actually can be, be one. one. Lesbians are just so cool. I know, man. Sure. And they get me. So cool. They get me. Yeah. They do. And I get them. I know. Same. Yeah. So same. Po- it's just so powerful, like about just women in general, not having mm-hmm. to like rely on. The, men at all the mm-hmm. toxic male gaze yeah. and like totally. all of that it's just this it's like being accept- your yeah yeah well and within the lgbtq so community there is a big issue with like lesbian erasure a lot of people when they talk about especially like queer history they don't really mention lesbians hmm. and um it's a huge thing like it used to be called the g lbtq um, but because lesbians were so open towards men during the AIDS pandemic, gay men, mm-hmm. and they would like let them come stay with them because some hospitals wouldn't house them, they would get kicked out of their homes. Um, gay men kind of gave that as a gift to lesbians and changed it to LGBTQ. Oh, so I like, know, there's just so much of that oh, stuff that like it's all we don't hear about. We know about Stonewall, we know about the AIDS um, epidemic, but yeah, like Marsha P and all of that. But, but lesbians not- have been a huge thing throughout all of queer history, and it's important to talk about i think it's absolutely true just coming from a straight um cisgender heteronormative Uh perspective like that i was steeped in i never gave the same uh credence to lesbian relationships that i would Mm -hmm. to like he's gay and that's this big huge thing and then they'd be like well isn't she lesbian i don't know you know (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know they're best friends you know what i mean like we just we would never give it the same validity in terms of like a Mm -hmm. you know romantic primary relationship Mm -hmm. i think and that's just misogyny yeah, yeah totally. no it totally that, which is, is rooted totally. in that for sure yeah mm. well, i used to think it was just like my world but then i realized that women are mistreated everywhere yeah. <laughs> it's what everywhere it's, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. Just you. It doesn't, it's, it's impossible to escape and especially right now i think it's such a poignant time with roe v wade with all of kind of the alt-right coming out and just mm-hmm. feeling their power and being really misogynistic openly mm-hmm. i'm talking about some of like the male radio guys yeah, and you know there's just and all that stuff. yeah and, you know just the fact that we elected a man that said women are chattel you know yeah. and he grabbed <laughs> by the p word yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yep. you're welcome i whispered it <laughs> um ashley's sitting directly across from me so i can't really say the pussy <laughs> and look her in the eyes Oh, Dre is now taking her shirt off. Shedding a layer. Dre is wearing a bra for this podcast. If if there's ever a moment, I feel so safe amongst you. I'm just going to strip down to my skivvies. It's not a visual medium, thank heavens. But if if it were a visual medium, she's dressed exactly like Brandi Carlisle. (laughs) And she said that my outfit had notes of Brandi Carlisle, too. Yes, I love it. Which is now, she's going to be our fashion icon. It used to be um, you, Amy Ray, and I apologize that we've had to upgrade. (laughs) Just slightly. All right, well, gals, fill us in on kind of what what you did this last year. You both were freshmen in college. Yes. And we both yes. left for school. Yep. Let's Could, hear a little bit about that. Took kind of different yeah. paths. So, yeah. Yeah, Ash, you can go. I'll take, okay, I'll take the floor. Um, so I, senior year, felt like kind of stuck in like this bubble. Like I was kind of just like doing the same thing, like going through the motions. And I, I always knew that I wanted to try to go out of state but then when like the time came it was terrifying obviously to like go by yourself um to leave utah and go to yeah, a school outside totally of utah. but i knew it was like always just something i wanted to do i don't even know when like that aspiration of mine came on but i was like, i feel like ever since i've known you we all thought 
Yeah, you I know, wanted you to. Like, a, you were going to go to school in California. Yeah, yeah. I was just. It was like, always California. Uh, whispering in your ear. Every <laughs> night. Might have you will been. not stay in Utah. You <laughs> will go been. to California. <laughs> no, but I do want to talk about that. I think that that obviously was like the biggest influence was when you like were pushing for it because I knew that you didn't want me to stay in Utah. And as much as I wanted to go to California, like I think if you hadn't been so supportive, I wouldn't have gone. And I, as much as I felt like the pressure of it, I'm so thankful for that pressure because it was scary, but it was so worth it. And my life has changed forever now, completely. Um, I just, it's great to like get out of your bubble and see it was terrifying, though. It, it was. was and as a mom, I didn't know how to walk that line between... Because I, I did pressure you to go out of state. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people would say, well, that's not supportive. What's supportive is just to say... Whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. But I think that you knew it deep down. That's what I wanted. It was just, like, you had to... I wasn't positive it's what you wanted. It's what I hoped for you. Yeah. Which is a little bit bad. Dangerous territory as a parent. Sure. You know, to be, like... This is what I think. This is what I want. This for you. is what I want for you because I know you. I've known you since you were born, and this is my greatest wish. I mm-hmm. think that I had so much stock in that, and I felt that when we were sitting. We so I took her to Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. and she knew zero people. Remember zero, that zero zero people net zero, and we like moved you in, and then we went. And I to, didn't find like a roommate beforehand because I was a little, you know, single. as I am late to the late to finding anyone, and I was like, you know, I'm just gonna. Go for it, random roommate or single. I lucked out and got a single, but I didn't know anybody. And did you live it. in the dorms? Yes, okay. I live in the dorms. Um, yeah, we. What, what were your emotions when we? Well, we went got to there? brunch, and the car was coming to pick me up, and she was going to get in her car and drive back to her dorm and figure out class Speed. the next day and go to school. And it was this huge campus, and she had roommates that were, you know, brand new. Yeah, and not. And luckily, the best girls on the planet, but who knew? You know, they right. could have easily not been. Totally. And we sat there, and I just wanted to, like, rip the bandaid off and get GTFO. Because mm-hmm. I was feeling in that middle world, like, looking at her, and she was crying, and I was crying. And we're sitting across that table. It's terrifying, you know? Yeah. yeah. I and, remember. But yeah. I was like, if I sit here in it... It's like make, teaching your kid to learn how to swim. You have to push them off the diving board a little mm-hmm. bit. And probably people say that's bad parenting. But <laughs> I wanted to just like push you off. And I just hoped and hoped and hoped that it would work. But, but I didn't know if I was going to call. I knew she could swim. And I hoped that she would love swimming. But I was scared that she would flounder or get sick of it after five minutes and be like, I want to come home. Yeah. Come get me. But I do remember you saying to me, like at that brunch that I remember vividly being like, Ash, like you can come home. Like if you hate it, like you can, you know, like don't. And I, and I just felt very supported. And as much as I was like, you know, felt that you wanted this for me, I knew that at the end of the day, like you would be there for me and have my back and not force me into anything that I wasn't comfortable doing. And I'm could not be more thankful for, that honestly because now my like, tell us about you tell us about your experience so I dropped you off yeah and it was on the plane. Cry, like driving my car back like <laughs> sobbing Aww. like it was terrifying I'm like I don't know you know you never lived on your own like these girls that I just met but we clicked instantly like I really did luck out of that department because it quite easily could have been the complete opposite but I lucked out and I know that the it just felt like the universe was looking out for me it really did and mm-hmm. wanted this to happen and um they were great and classes were great I had like a class with Emily and Tara no way 
Yeah, so I had three classes, and one of them was with one, and one was with the other, so it was like... So, nice. so you already had at least... I already had a friend, and needed so one many classes. classes. And yeah. a huge college, all, too. A huge, so yeah, lucky. it was so lucky. It just felt like everything was falling into place, yeah. just how it was meant to be. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. I love so that. So cool. And, and you had fun. You loved it. Loved it. Every second of it. And I am... Yeah. Yeah, flash forward to like when she was done, and I picked her up to come home crying to leave i remember she was thinking crying. Like, like i only have three more years here <laughs> <laughs> and that to me was like a just a huge moment. cash the check yes. yeah full circle moment and like i had built up so much like getting my kids out of the nest that i really there was a lot of pressure on you mm-hmm. to uh do it and i i am i think pressure can be good sometimes you i know? agree but I, yeah. it did work out and now it's paved the way for georgia and annabelle which is a thrill but you know it's different for everybody yeah so you're glad you went so glad okay and then you joined a sorority right I did so originally going into it I remember like we talked about it like the sorority thing and just meeting friends like I didn't know anybody so I was like that would be a great opportunity but I decided against it I was like you know I'm just gonna go and meet people without it being forced and see how I do like on my own so Tara and Emily my two close friends were doing the whole rush thing um in the fall and I wasn't doing it and we were like I remember me and you were kind of I was concerned. worried that like, they were gonna... should, should we have signed you up like is this yeah. gonna be like, like everyone's gonna be in sorority is everyone gonna, gonna be, be odd men out and they ended up not the one that I'm in now was like in trouble at that time for like whatever just for you know, you know innocuous just some... things <laughs> simple simple things just partying during COVID you know <laughs> big deal um but yeah I they ended up not wanting to do either of the sororities. And then in January, the informal rush um, ended up working out. And I was like, I'm just going to sign up, try it out. Yeah. So are you a Gravify beta? Or? <laughs> sorry to <laughs> sorry to Kristen Chenoweth. She's not a, not a Gravify. Not a Gravify. Alpha Phi. And I met Camille off the bat, who's my big. And I it just opened a whole nother door. Like, I have just so many people now that I feel... Like, like a, a whole community, yeah. I, I don't think that I, like, needed it, though. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, an add-on to sure. my mm-hmm. original group, but it was an amazing add-on, and I'm so glad I did do it. But I think that, yeah. I think that's well, I'm so just fun. thrilled for you. And so when you came home to Utah, what did it feel like? Did you feel like you're, it was a different perspective that you'd never had before? I think that I also, like, gained an appreciation for Utah and certain aspects of it that like I was starting to hate about Utah like there's certain things that I do love and like it's a beautiful state like I loved coming back it's just it was just perfect to like have both worlds like I could come back and have my beauty lab family Elsha people that I miss my family my sisters um and it just felt so perfect so I was like great I have like three months here to like recharge and then it, it, it just worked out perfectly I didn't feel like it was forever. Like you would go, you could come home, you could go back. Totally. Come home. Yeah. And I always had this safe space to come back to if I needed to. For um, sure. Safe, Aww. except we changed the locks, but very safe. <laughs> very safe. <laughs> was it hard to come back and live at home after being that I, on your I, own? It's okay. I think that it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be, just because, you know, there weren't like a ton of things I was like wanting to. I just wanted to relax and like. I'm pretty good at letting recharge, you relax. yeah, and because um, I'm always relaxing. <laughs> we love we love that lifestyle, but um, it's definitely a transition. Like I remember talking to Emily about it. I'm like, it's weird. Like we're just gonna go back and like we had complete freedom. Like do what like 
you're on your own. Like, yeah. you have no idea mm-hmm. what's going on unless I FaceTime you, you know, but... Um, I do have location services, so you I do? watch, okay. I track you yeah. pretty yeah, pretty closely, <laughs> but it's okay. You never leave the peninsula, so never leave Isla There's Vista. Um, it was a weird transition, but I think that, you know, it's just part of you don't want to be completely on your own yet you know it's like it's a good middle ground like it's like I can I go there but then I come back and I'm not a complete adult yet so it's like a great middle ground and I I feel she did describe it as you know it's fun I had a great wholesome summer (laughs) (laughs) and I thought it's true because like they're just partying and like activities and dating and it's like you're always on Uh but you come home and it's just like work pool parents yeah you know you're not completely different life there's not friends popping in there's not an event every night Mm -hmm. there's no one going out really at all you know yeah I bet Georgia missed you so much I'm sure it's been that's probably been a really great thing to be back because you guys are so close totally and and it makes it a lot of fun more fun to come back because I miss my family being close to my family it's great to have that and it was great to have you come back and just be like back to normal available for, yeah. to like help with the kids yes. and help with the, working at beauty lab and just I felt like I had a you know an assistant thank you for that of course totally My little yeah well it's been so fun to have you here this summer and yeah. it's been great to have all three uh, you uh, Ashley and, and Elsha uh, and Georgia George. I'm excited for Annabelle to join the Annabelle. ranks so she wearing these woodies she just got a promotion and a bonus and a handwritten card from her boss saying no thanks for working way. so hard and being so great like she's a good worker I mean I would no love surprise. to have her at the lab no surprise but there. I wonder if she'll just forge her own, blaze her own trail yeah, whatever she wants that would be very like her I'm it? supportive of as long as she goes out of state for school <laughs> <laughs> So, Ashley, um, you went out of state. Elsha, you stayed in state. Let's yes. talk about your journey. So, Contrast. I did stay in state, but I was pretty far from home. Yeah, I was going to say, so Dixie's yeah, you, you its were, own yeah. island. You were yeah. at home. It yeah. feels yeah, like a California school in Utah. So, you still you know? went you know, yeah. out of so, your bubble. Yeah, I moved down to St. George, which is about four hours down south to Dixie State, now called Utah Tech. What? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they changed it to Utah Tech. Oh, because Dixie. Yeah. yeah. But it was Dixie State when I was there, so I never know what to call it. They because should have called it be the Chicks. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Chicks. The chicks. University. Yeah. University of the Chicks. Yeah. Chicks University. But, yeah. No, um, honestly, going into it, like, I was pretty excited. And I am really grateful for my experience, even though it was probably one of the hardest things I've done. Um, moving down there, I also didn't know anybody. Um I think we saw Reagan's son in the hallway, and yeah. I was like, there's one. That's the one person I know, and he doesn't even know who I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was really tough, to and that, yeah. I started, right when I moved down there, I also started at a new job, which oh, yeah, was right. like the hardest thing. It was honestly harder than the academics, which was really tough. Um, I was a medical assistant. Um, for a wound care specialist. Where did you and get that idea from you working for doing at that. No, it was actually through Brian Lillenquist, who owns um, oh. Salt Lake Wound Care, that we do. Oh. We have a little partnership with them through Don't Leave. Yeah. And um, he was opening a clinic down in St. George and had offered Elsha to interview for for being an assistant yeah. there. So. And I'm, I'm like, I'm so grateful for them. They were like a really great team to work with. And I learned a ton that I feel like wound care is something that like, I mean, is really gross. applicable. What would you have to do? Like, so gross. Change the dressings. Like yeah, change the dressings. Things. I had to yeah, clean things, Did irrigate you have to things. Scrape skin. I had to watch her do it because they uh, would do it. Yeah, it was, was <laughs> it was hard. It was like 
even though I'm really grateful for that, I think that it was really hard to have like, I had like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, where, or Tuesday, Thursday was classes. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday was um, wound care. So it was like, I didn't really, I felt like I didn't get a break. Like full adulthood mm -hmm. out the gate. And it was like a nine to five job Mm -hmm. going house to house and then coming back and writing, doing all the insurance, um, you know, billing and stuff like that. And it was just, it was really hard. And although it was nice to like have some money and have a job, it made it really hard to come home because that was part of the reason that I moved to St. George is because like I'm really close with my family and you wanted that proximity. Yeah. I wanted to be able to come back home whenever, but then it was like, okay, well now I have this job. I feel like I can't come back home whenever. So like, what's the point of me being close to home? I almost just felt like I should have gone out of state and I was, you know, it was really tough. I was in a a long distance relationship that was really hard and like not super healthy and really difficult and, Oh, I you know that it was relationship. yeah it I'm was so used to your current one which yeah. is so good that yeah I which forgot. is so nice and like yeah I honestly I'm really grateful I listened I took a lot into heart like your guys's podcast that you did about I listened to a lot of live love love because I missed my mom a lot <laughs> <laughs> so I would listen to the podcast um, especially on my way to more. and from St George no it's okay <laughs> and your guys's one about like why does it have to be like, oh, she's been in so many relationships when it's like, oh, like, no, she's had so much practice. And that's really how I had to look at not just that relationship, but also my first year at Dixie. Like for me, I'm not going back to Dixie State. I, although it was great, it was really mentally difficult for me. Um, Schools never come super naturally for me, but the school part wasn't necessarily the part that was the most hard for me. It was just, I don't know. I wasn't like quite ready to completely be like an adult like be an adult yeah. yeah and that was I feel like different than my experience you were like fully adulting like, yeah yeah I had a point. job I was Full trying job. yeah I was coming back home and it was just so hard and you handled it so well I didn't yeah. realize that you were struggling like that yeah it was really hard there were a couple times where I had to like call my mom and I was like can you just fly me back I don't know <laughs> if I can drive back and like oh. but it was hard but um she just fired up her PJ my jet or yours like, <laughs> no it was um but honestly second semester did go a lot better for me than first semester um second semester I got I got out of my kind of tough relationship and I also got really close with my roommates, Maggie and Riley, um, and my other roommate, Kayla, I was super close with her as well. But um, like every Wednesday, me and Maggie and Riley would all get crumble cookies and like, you know, and at St. George, it's kind of Dixie's known as like the party school. And I tried to do the party school life and it was not for me. Was that happening Yeah. And I went to a couple parties and it just was not my thing. I couldn't get into it. So... And then once my roommates kind of were like, okay, we're done partying. That was our first semester thing. Like we got so close and we just like drive around and just have so much fun together. And And it is beautiful in St. George. Yeah, it's so pretty. Those canyons and stuff. And like, I'm really grateful that I did have that area that was pretty low population. And like, although it is really hard to be a lesbian in a very conservative town like St. George, um, it was really nice when I was like having a hard time I could just like get in my car and go drive through the canyons for like two hours and it was like a meditation Mm. but you are your mother's daughter (laughs) but yeah second semester was definitely different um first semester I pushed myself to stay at Dixie as much as I could which was hard because I 
didn't you really have a ton home. of friends because yeah. all my extra time was going towards like that relationship and my job and it was like I feel like I I didn't feel close with my roommates. I didn't feel close I didn't feel like I had any friends, but then second semester it was like when I stopped pushing myself to stay there all the time and I was like, "No, it's okay to like go home when you feel like you need your support system back." You know, like even though that's not everybody's experience in college, like that was mine, mm-hmm. you know, and I just had to put my mental health first, which is, I think, so important. For you know, sure. I, have, I have a serotonin molecule tattooed <laughs> on my arm because... You do? Yeah. Oh. Because I love... Oh my gosh. That's, when did she get that? For, uh, when she turned 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so cool, yeah, Sarah Elsh. took me to get it. and Yeah, it was also in part for my Uncle Tim. Um, Taylor gave me a shirt after he'd passed that said serotonin on it. Um, just kind of she knew how passionate I was about mental health, especially after Tim passed. So that was my serotonin. It's my little tribute to him and mental health awareness. But um, it's cool. So, yeah, after I stopped pushing myself and I was like, you know what? No, you don't have to stay in this desert all the time. Like, where did the pressure to do that come from? Like personal internal I think it was from or? me. Yeah. Because yeah. A even a bit from me, too. A little bit from you because yeah. you were like, I want you to have a college experience. And I was like, I'm trying and it's hard. And like. I had some tough experiences. I also was attacked in a Harmons, and that was very difficult for me. I remember I was me. with your mom yeah. when that went down. Yep. Yes, that was Horrible. really... And Jerry was explaining to me, and I thought, Elsha's making this up. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, and it was hard, because like, then I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't even go to the grocery store by myself, you know, and I had no friends to go with me, because I like would yeah. have an anxiety attack every time I stepped foot in a store. Like, oh, my gosh. So, but then second semester, when that's also when I started dating Kira... And she was really great and supportive, and it wasn't like a... But Kira was in Salt Lake. How did you guys meet? So we met... <laughs> we met... Well, we like to lie about how we met. But That's fine. All, can lie. We met on Tinder. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, it was when I was in Salt Lake for no, um, You're just Thanksgiving looking for a quick, break. a quick lesbian hookup? <laughs> no, I didn't do that because we talked during Christmas break, and that's when you had like, just thing? gone on a date with Kira. Yeah. Christmas no, break, and like caught up. Yeah. yeah. And the lesbian hookup community, especially in St. George, definitely exists. But I think I matched and talked with every lesbian in St. George, all 12, and <laughs> I didn't really connect with any of them. And so then I was like, you know what? Maybe lesbian Tinder in Salt Lake will be better. And sure enough, I found Kira pretty much immediately we clicked like and then we went on a date and we were very similar to the point where that we were kind of worried that we were related <laughs> we thought that we were like maybe cousins or something because we were like wait your family okay um welcome but, to utah yeah, yeah. 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 we're all related but um yeah no it was honestly she was so supportive and i felt like in my first relationship first semester was kind of like I was kind of made to feel guilty for not being there because the first person that I was with didn't go to college and stayed at home and kind of, I felt like kind of wanted me to do the same thing mm-hmm. and was threatened by you out there. Yeah. Like in the they world, were, they would even, you know, were telling me things like, Oh, you should drop out a second semester. And I was like, Oh, but like, I really want to give it one, a full try, even though I don't know if I'll go back to Dixie next year. I don't want to drop out halfway through the year. Yeah. You Plus know, I had already and, paid. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, Plus, yeah, there's a small issue. Mom said no, <laughs> but like, yeah, and that was really tough. But with Kira, it was just like, it wasn't a negative thing that we were far apart. Um, she supported you in her studies. She supported and, me, and it was also. And with, she's a passionate student. So. She's very passionate, and yeah. 
with the first relationship, it's like we'd already been dating for like eight months by the time I went down to St. George. So it's like, I think there was a lot of codependency going on there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we weren't used to being apart. But then with Kira, it's like we had just started dating. So spending time apart wasn't as big of a deal. And I did come home almost every weekend, Mm -hmm. which did a number on my car, but you know, it's fine. And you know, even though like people would make fun of me and my roommates would be like, oh, of course you're going home again this weekend. I was just like, you guys, I'm sorry. This is just what I have to do this semester. This is just what I'm doing. Like, you know, it wasn't a plan. I was like, I'm going home this weekend and this weekend and this weekend. It was just like, I just need to go home. I only have classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays because I also was planning on working. So did you, when you came home, was it more for Kira? Was it for seeing your brothers, for seeing your mom? For just would, being at home and being in that environment? Or what was it's, the biggest motivator? It was all of the above. Um, I did do some shifts at Beauty Lab, which was nice because I didn't really have a full-time job in St. George. I did DoorDash second semester, but um, coming back. You DoorDash? Yeah. How was that? It was so fun. I would just like listen did to true crime podcasts. Did you ever want to just like just... their bag and steal one fry? <laughs> there was some times where I picked it up and it like smelled so, so good. good and, and like was, you could just lose it yeah like forget the order and <laughs> yeah just, but I honestly I loved it and I love driving alone I that's why I did not mind driving to and from St. George at all or door dashing um because I love driving alone I don't know why it's just like my happy place is being in my car alone <laughs> and but yeah like coming back it was definitely like a lot of it was to see Kira but we talked a ton and you know we talked every night and but also just seeing the family and seeing my friends up here and kind of, I don't know. I just, I fell it, in love with Salt Lake again after living in St. George for half so a year. It is so interesting that, you know, cause you guys have been friends for so long and you are so similar in so many ways, but like, this is such a stark example of how different you are. Like, yeah. you know, Ashley is like, you know, went out to California and like had this big experience and you had a very different experience. And yeah. I appreciate that you guys honor each other's yeah. experiences, you know? No, as much as I, I would have liked both sides. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved to have like the perfect first freshman year, you know, just something missed the mark. I don't know what it was. I don't know but, if it was the college or my experience. So I'm just, I'm going to try again. But this yeah. is what I am feeling. And this is the first time I've heard you tell your story. Like I've kind of watched it peripherally. I didn't realize you weren't going back until your mom told me recently. Mm-hmm. And I was excited to kind of hear your journey but what I'm hearing from both of you that's still the commonality and kind of what's beautiful about this is like you're both really what I wanted for Ashley sending her away is for her to find herself and to Mm -hmm. figure out who she was and it sounds to me like you had that same journey of like self-awareness and like know thyself that's the first thing like if you find that you're thriving at home and you're still advancing and becoming whatever then it's that's the journey, totally, right? Yeah. To Absolutely. discover yeah. who you are and where you thrive and yeah. what you need. But if you never, you know, experience anything other than just like living, you know, in your parents' basement, then you don't know. You have to try it. And like that's, yeah. that's the it. thing that we both do have in common also. We both tried it. And I think we both thrive in different environments. Mm-hmm. And like you found where you do your best and yeah. are most comfortable. And I found where like, you know, we could grow in different yeah. ways well and like how you didn't start out in the sorority and then yeah. you kind of regretted it like or you know you decided to do it the semester after you know I started out forcing myself to stay at St. George and not coming home and then now I'm just going to try again and I'm going to do you know college from home for a little bit and see if that works out better for me and 
Is college you know, a, a must do? Like, as a parent, like, does she have to get a degree? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's like she can't I mean, say I'm going to be a singer. No. And okay. I mean, she can be a singer, I'm curious, but she also has to get her side, degree. Yeah. Gary V says he doesn't care about school. I know. You know, and I that's know. why I'm just curious where she lands. I think college is a, a deal breaker. Like my kids, I want them to absolutely have a bachelor's and absolutely have a master's because we can afford it, and because we're saying you have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, I I've thought a lot about this because I mean. I wear my uh, degree with a, as a badge of honor. You know, I, I think it's it's one of my greatest accomplishments. Do I use my degree at all? Really, no. Oh, you taught me Hilawa. That's true. That's true. Um, but Such a cool degree. Though, it's, yeah. What it is is it's that I finished something. Totally. It's that I learned how to complete tasks. It's mm-hmm. that I learned how to manage my time. It's that I learned how to work with somebody that was my superior. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned how to work with a group in many instances. Um, Take direction. Yeah, I follow learned how through. to research, how to read, write, like all of that kind of stuff. Totally. And so... I use my degree every single day. It's 100%. just not, I don't use it's my Arabic. It's the whole experience. And, yeah. And, and I think that's what people don't realize. It's like, oh, like we don't need to, but it's like, it, it's part of it. It's like the whole experience of it's teaching you mm-hmm. how to do anything you want to do in life, whatever direction you take. Totally. And I think you and I, like when we hire, um, it is important for us to see kind of what programs people have done and what they've accomplished like mm-hmm. what they finished right. it doesn't even really matter what totally. it is obviously it does at beauty lab because they have to have licensing but you <laughs> yeah. know but like i'm always impressed when i see a resume that comes across our desk that somebody has you know finished some sort of um schooling you know yeah, because and it's it's it's, impa- it's it's indicative of their ability of not their ability to be responsible but of their ability to know themselves and to be able to self-divinate a little bit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like if we see someone that's worked for worked for maybe only a year, but they said, guess what? I worked there for a year. It was not for me. And this is what I need. This is what I want. That shows growth and progression. Totally. Yep. And an awareness of what they're getting into. What we don't want to do is like as boss or business owners is hire someone that wants to try it out for a minute. Like yeah. we're not here to try anyone out. You know, like yeah. we're here for people that are going to stay they, forever and, and ever. They know, well, they know that they can thrive under in yes. a, a certain environment. They know themselves well enough to know, like, these are my people mm-hmm. or these aren't my people. And mm-hmm. so it's fairly easy to hire for the culture. And so mm-hmm. I think if college is about discovering who you are, you're both doing it. Yeah. Totally. Well, you have to find what works for you. You yeah. know, I put a lot of, like, there was a lot of guilt that I had for not staying at Dixie and, you know, even not going out of state and, coming back home and deciding to do school here for a while um and I just kind of had to stop seeing it as giving up because I'm really because if I was giving up I would drop out of college and stop working and do you want to drop out of college like if you didn't have this pressure from both of us now to get a degree (laughs) as of now I don't I don't think I would you know I think there even though there definitely is like a pressure to get a degree and you know I can't say what it would be like without it because I've always had you know, when I was little, my mom was still in college. You know, I remember her being in college and that was huge for me. And I loved seeing like my mom, you know, I loved go see, going and seeing her on campus and stuff That's like that. And so I loved cool. um, that my mom had an Egyptology degree. I love that she spoke <laughs> Arabic. I just, 
Like it was I respectable, really, yeah. yeah, I really do respect people with a degree, and and you know, like to be a single mom and still partition your money and your time to to study Egyptology, yeah, <laughs> and well, Arabic. Was, I was really, really thinking ahead on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, how and can it, I make money? I know, <laughs> no, in Salt ancient Lake Middle Eastern history. <laughs> Excellent, Excellent choice. Yes. Well, but it was <laughs> it was Tuts huge. coming around for its 100th anniversary. <laughs> Ridiculous! I could be a tour guide. <laughs> well, you, no, it was it was really huge because I it does like resonate with me a lot like if my mom can do it could it, or could do it as a single mom who was you know working paying for me raising her or raising me all by herself like I can do it as somebody who you know did struggle with mental illness and you know struggled with you know being a lesbian at Saint in Saint George, Utah, <laughs> was very difficult. I can't say it enough. Well, you and, look at you know, the giant leaps you've done. Like you've come out, you've navigated relationships, yeah. you have, you know, revealed your new identity. I mean, this mm-hmm. is a huge yeah. transition year for you. A lot of things that you've progressed with, Ashley didn't even have to, you know, deal with. Deal yeah. with. Yeah. Well, and I don't like. Just like I don't, even though I. Sometimes I think, oh, I just wish I had just met Kira earlier. I wish I had just met Kira first and dated Never her first. Never got to St. George. But then I wouldn't have gotten that experience that I got from my first relationship. And I feel the same way with college. Like, even though it, it was really hard being at Dixie, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. And I tried it out. And now I know that living in St. George is not for me because maybe I would have tried it later and it would have been a lot harder and I would have had to pay for myself and it would have been totally a bad experience. So, you know, I'm not giving up on college. I'm not taking the easy way out. And, you know, if people want to see it that way, it's fine. But I'm just, I'm trying again. I'm trying it my way and I'm going to keep trying until I figure out what works for me. Yeah, I think that, I mean, no one's going to say that's the easy way out, Elsha. That is noble and articulate and like, I mean, all I want as a mom is a daughter that's self-assured, you know, and feels seen and feels hopeful Yeah, about her future and her ability to navigate that. And sometimes we look for those outside concrete anchor points, like she's mm-hmm. away at school, she's in mm-hmm. a sorority, or she has a boyfriend, or she's getting married. Like, the anchor points are different for every family. Totally. And they're different in every culture. And we're kind of our own little subculture here. Yeah. You know, you're raised by single moms, you're lesbian, you're, you know, well, I mean, I don't know why I was, <laughs> you're single, straight. She, she's a single, she's a single 19 year old. That you're is its own curious. Yeah. <laughs> Have something to tell us? No, I just, I didn't mean to like, I'm just saying like these huge identity things as parents and we, we have the Mormon undertones, yeah. too. Yeah. You know, a like, lot of people would be like, why aren't you encouraging them to get married? Like, we just went to a wedding reception. Oh, my gosh, that was huge, too, to, yeah. like, go to, yeah, get California married and, and see that not everyone's getting married at 20 years old and Yeah, you didn't really Mormon. have Mormon, yeah, yeah. Because if you think about a lot of your friends that are just a few years older than you, they're getting married, and that's yeah. what's on the horizon. And, like, and that's, that's not having even, babies. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. And I mean, that was us. We were we yeah. were getting yeah. married young. Well, too, if that's so. their journey, that's great. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's not what we want our journey to be. I think. And I love so. that you guys didn't make us feel because I think a lot of those people, like as much as you are pressuring us to do these great self-discovery things, 
they're pressuring their daughters to get married and like we are so lucky to not have that pressure because I think a lot of that comes from their parents pressuring them or their religion pressuring them well and it's like less pressure and more encouragement yeah you know because you can't really encourage a girl to rely on a man that's not really an encouraging statement it's a passive you can do it you can yeah you can make it you can be lose five more pounds and stop being so sarcastic (laughs) (laughs) yeah like it's just like yeah it's nice because it's definitely a lot more it also leaves room for our own self-discovery you know it's not like okay so you're gonna graduate college you're gonna get married and you're gonna you're gonna go on a mission you're gonna do this 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 it's like so you can do you kind of just send us out the door and you're like you're gonna discover who you are Mm -hmm. you know we're not gonna gonna let you fall off the cliff we're not gonna let you make decisions that you will regret and while we're paying for school you're gonna go yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely (laughs) and you are paying for it so yeah. There's that. Mom and, and dad is thrilled. thrilled. <laughs> Daddy Dre. Mother Mom and, and father. Uh-huh. Do you guys, when Words you look at us running a business, do you feel entrepreneurial? Do you think any part of that was passed on to you guys? Like, how do you feel 100%. about your futures? Like, do you want to be totally. career women? Do you want to have babies? What What do you see in the next 10 years for yourselves? I think for me, it's it's hard a lot of the time to know like what I want to do I still don't you know totally know for sure about so my major it's yeah. like it's hard to know and everyone always says that like you're not gonna know but it's so great to watch you guys pursue the careers that you do have and to know that like we are capable of anything you know like we are capable of but I think it's also inspiring to you know branch out and do try something different and we, we have this basis of business but like there's opportunities to do whatever we want from the advice that you've given us. Oh, I love that. So nice. That is awesome. Yeah. It's so nice. We like, are the champions, my friend. <laughs> I still think that Ashley would make a, an amazing attorney after that debate. Uh, you know, back to my debate. <laughs> can you define <laughs> the word <laughs> lover? What was the line? Can you define the word lover? Yeah. Can you define the word lover? <laughs> I know. She was a good. De- you guys were number one in the state, right? Didn't we get, win? We, like, yeah. We did well. Yeah, yeah we did you, really well for fifth grade. For <laughs> sure. We were in fifth and grade. And we didn't even start debating together. We couldn't together. even put that on our college resumes. We were babies. We were fifth graders. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah. in fifth grade, my teacher told me that I uh, should be an attorney, and it never left me. So we're yeah. telling you right now, what if you guys one time have a law firm, and it's <laughs> yeah. Ashley and Elsha here. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in with all of your legal services. We will meet them. Meet your needs. <laughs> No, I went through like a lot of different major ideas at Dixie State for a while. I was like, maybe I'll go into nursing and be an injector because mm-hmm. I love it here and totally. I love and what then, the injectors and do. And then traveling wound care taught you. Yes. Yeah, no, I she literally. Like, I don't want to do medical. Yeah, yeah no, I was medical. like, not medical. See, that I'm too, not, you learn, you realize yeah. what you don't want, and that's what college and is then for. Yeah. For a while, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to major in sociology because it's a lot like social work, but it's a little bit more of like a science. Mm-hmm. And I, even I though I'm not for a science too. is hard for me, I am okay at it. And I'm really good at math, so I tried that, and I cried after every single sociology class because I didn't realize how Boring deeply, no, how deeply ingrained our social issues are in the world. Yeah, and it was very hard to be in that class. So I was like, you know what, I can't do ten more of those. And um, but kind of always what I say when people would ask me like, oh, well, what are you going to college for? I just kind of always say, well, I kind of want to start a business, you know. And I don't know if that's just because I saw my mom do it, you know, a few times. But, like, I even had a minute in St. George where I was like, maybe I'll open a boutique. Do you remember I that, think mom? that would I think that would be awesome. I mean, we both started our first businesses in college. Yeah. yeah. 
totally. No, it's definitely something that like you should be thinking about it all the time. It's like, whatever always been you in my do, veins. We will support it. Mm-hmm. Well, I Absolutely. had in high school. I had a lip gloss business. You guys that had did all slime. right. Remember that slime? We do monetized. My... We tried to monetize everything you guys did. <laughs> I used to do like my little needle felts in college. You know, I always I kind love of loved needle doing felts. my own little thing on the side. I think I bought some at some point. mode for them. I've always loved doing kind of my own little things to like. Even if it's, it's not even about money, it's just about creating something and being proud of it and yeah, it's about showing it off to and people. Industry, and, yeah. you know, even though I only sold lip glosses to like five girls that I was in choir with, it was like <laughs> cool, you know, and it was like it was on brand for me and it was fun and I loved it. And like I always have seen myself in a place like that. So even though I have no idea what I'm going to major in, which is also partially the reason that I'm doing online classes this year, um, it's also... I think in my veins to be a businesswoman. It's in your veins to be a, a superstar. <laughs> I mean, it just is like that's your, for both of you. There is a high, high expectations. Mm-hmm. But as moms, like it is, it is so hard to be a mom and like hope for the best for your daughters. And like I just feel like you're both, uh, what's it called? Like payoffs. Like it's like you can see the fruits of our labor. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what. Like sitting word. there, yeah. wa- sitting across from you guys right now, I feel honored to be part of the Fab Four, <laughs> and I feel nothing but like admiration for your past. They're different. They're different things that you've overcome, but you're both on that same path to like self awareness and. Um, I can never say this word, sovereignty. Did I say it yeah. right? Uh-huh. Sovereignty is when you're like navigating your own self, like you're self-divinating, you're making choices outside of the scope of expectation and pressure, like you're doing what you want to do for you. Yeah. And that is something that's hard for women to do. It's hard for me to do today totally. in this Same. moment. Yep. And if we could teach you that, then you'll be able to, you know, steer your ship in any direction and you'll know you're supported. But you also can't fail. I should mention that. <laughs> you guys won't fail. We're just so proud of you both. We love you so much. and We love having you at the lab. It's so, I'm like really, really sad to see Ashley go next month. I know. Really sad. What am I going to do without you at the lab? I know. And that's, I I'm feel so lucky to have a place that's so hard to leave. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. so hard. Like, I feel so yeah. supportive and I know that everyone's, you know, rooting for us and it just feels oh. so good so thank you guys for creating that for us of course honestly. and we'll That's see so you lucky. during christmas break you're gonna I'll be, be working december and i think i get a longer break this year so i'll have a whole month oh good and to just to have daughters that can come in and be everybody's like favorite employee you know mm-hmm. and like that work hard that aren't entitled that aren't don't take it for granted that don't show up late and leave early and switch mm-hmm. well georgia did a little bit but you know <laughs> <laughs> No, Georgia was wonderful. To have you guys jump in and be such phenomenal employees and embrace the business Mm -hmm. is uh, totally rewarding. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's been a joy. You're just our mini-me's. Yay! Yay! We're excited for you to inherit the lab someday. We can In like 40 years. If if we said we want you and Kira to go start a beauty lab in St. George, would you go back to St. George for beauty lab? Oh, totally. If there was a beauty lab in St. George, I think I would still be there now. <laughs> I just don't feel like I can send you to Utah Tech. <laughs> I know. I know. Weird. It's, it's weird, right? Weird. I know. We'll consider the, the I mean, Chicks the, University. Chicks, well, listen, yeah. I mean, the Chicks is, is a cooler name. I'm just going to say it right now, but they're both kind of lesbian-esque. Utah yeah. Tech and the Chicks. But anyway, I digress. Oh. I digress. Well... 
Girls, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Thanks for being for our daughters yes. and for, for your examples us. and your strength and your your tolerance. Yes. Yep. You poor things. <laughs> poor things. <laughs> lives are so hard. What's the worst so thing about uh, housewives in your lives? Nothing bad? I feel like being in California makes me, you know, makes it like I, I don't always know what's going on, honestly. It's like I'm out of that. But I know that. It's always, it's always here. It's always here. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to and say. It I, I feel like it doesn't, got your know, back. it doesn't affect me that much. Do people when I know that, you, that your mom is a housewife, a real housewife? I think my close friends do, but in Cal, it's not something I, I lead with, sadly. Sure. Like, okay. yeah, no, no, Daughter of, of Heather Gay. She doesn't wear her Heather Hive shirt. <laughs> <laughs> not repping the... Um, but I, you know... Um, yeah, I think so it's, it probably doesn't affect it doesn't you. It affects me is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Is I go to California and it's not like I kind of forget about it. Honestly, it's like it's you're doing that here and it's your life and it's all consuming for you. But I think that it's a good thing that it's not really all consuming for. I think it's us. really healthy. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a healthy balance. I think, but mm-hmm. that's awesome. It's great. I'm just so happy for you always and like watching it unfold is exciting. And I do like when I have the chance, I. It's a great fun fact at a party. Like, yeah, you know, my friends will say that my friends, <laughs> that, my friends that do know about it love to say it more so than I do. But it, it's funny that, yeah. Yeah, some so of my funny. cousins were saying that they love, like, when they go to, like, a, a random dinner with other teachers. Because, like, all they're all teachers and work uh-huh. and stuff. And they'll just be like, well, um, that's fun, fun little anecdote. My cousin is yeah. on the Real Housewives <laughs> of Salt Lake City, and it just yeah. trumps, you know, it's just, just yeah, such a weird drop. one-off. Yeah. Yeah. I totally see that. I it love your cousins. It trumps dinner party banter, and they just love to just, like, so wait great. for the moment and then just slap it down <laughs> on the table. And I love that part of it. I love the novelty of it. I and love just, the opportunities it's brought, too. Yeah. Because totally. oh, I don't sure. think I'd be there without it on Well, without Beauty Lab and without you just well, being yeah. successful the financial independence totally. from beauty lab and from and the Housewives, show yeah, yeah has really opened up doors so, yeah, for I'm thankful. all of us yeah that's cool so fun well yeah. remember <laughs> <laughs> well i mean but truly remember the lab loves you the lab loves you and, and life is short by, by the lips, lips. challenge is frostbite challenge and why don't you tell them what that is so it's where you go outside in a swimsuit and a coat and boots over it and you take off the coat and boots out out in the cold snow and then you roll around in the snow and so we have some and things then you, that we are going to have to do and you run back in and like get in the hot bath and get in the hot bath and drink our hot cocoa and so we are going to do that so that is january's challenge and tell them what they should say in the comments so um, in the comments down um down below in the down bar <laughs> down below <laughs> uh, so sorry that was a blooper so then